First of all, hi everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Booze and Broadway. I'm Nathan, and this week we have a fucking new host. Not that you're bored of the old host, but we do have a new host. And our new host today is... Hi, I'm Lena Feliciano. Um, what else do I say about myself? I'm so excited to be here. Which number, which co-host are you? I'm co-host number 13. So this is, yes, this is where you slate like an audition. Okay. Um, so (laughs) hi, my name is Lena Feliciano. I will be, um, reading for the role of co-host number 13. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so Um, much. Uh, (laughs) for my time, talents and treasures. Mm. Please. (laughs) Um, no, I'm very excited to be here. This is very. Well, good. I'm, first of all, me and Lena go back a very long time, 2012. Yeah. Is when we met? Yeah. Yeah, uh, We worked together and then uh, we we were in and out of each other's lives because of work and school. And then I moved down to Orlando and, you know, we were working together again still. And then, um, Lena, you took on a very big project like four years ago. Yes, I did. Um, I founded a, a nonprofit theater company called Celebration Theater Company here in Orlando, Florida. And mm-hmm. we're four years old. Um, are we counting 2020? I don't know yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> is anybody? <laughs> is anybody? Um, so, yeah, we're doing good. We're going strong. We're planning for next year after this year's break. And, um, and Nathan did a lot of shows with us uh, in his time here in Florida as well. Yeah, that's that's how I built my Orlando resume, Mama, was yeah. Celebration Theater Company. Come to um, me, I will build your resume for you. Please. Okay, so, first of all, while we're still um, in a, as we uh, get into all this... Yes. Y'all know how this goes. I'm going to get drunk. I am more than likely going to forget your specific favorite part of the show. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm going to make sure I talk about my favorite part. Absolutely. Um, and then, you know, we'll go from there. Lena, there is going to be a time at the end where uh, you will get to, some, to plug some stuff. Because I, oh, nice. I know you've got some, some stuff oh. that you've got going on in your mm-hmm. life. Yeah, this will um, be fun. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, one of the things that you do, uh, we're going to team up on a little bit later and then we'll try, I'll, I'll try to remember to talk about that at the end of the episode. We do have Um, schemes, plans and schemes. uh, Yes. So here we go. Everybody make sure to follow and like and subscribe and share and review and send up a a smoke screen and just please just support this podcast uh excuse me oh we've got over a thousand listens on the podcast oh my gosh that's fantastic yes Yes, i'm so excited i'm I'm 999 of them (laughs) you've just got different phones in your house and you're just like play 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 yep all the same time um (laughs) <laughs> yes. So, Lena, I know you have stories. Uh, I'm back on my stories bullshit again. If you have stories to send me about funny things that have happened in your community productions or your college productions, please yes. send those to me so that I can do many episodes. There is going to be... Uh, nope, you won't hear this by the time that that actually happens. Okay, so... Okay. 
Um, so the uh, let's get into this drink. The drink right. that I okay. made. The drink I made. We're calling it plant food. Plant um, food. Okay. Listen, we're doing spooky ooky Broadway season. Everything's edgy. It. Everything's scary. Um, but when everything's will you sing pulled from Adam's family. Actually, probably next week. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'll be one of 36 girls in the audition room singing pulled. I can't so, wait. So, um, so this week I'm doing plant food. It is uh, watermelon vodka with some uh, strawberry syrup. I put some green food dye in there just for like some plant earthiness. And then I don't really, I didn't mix it with anything this week. I just have a, a Coca-Cola as a chaser. Coke sponsor us. Um, <laughs> but, but, but only if it's the Coke with the cocaine in it. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's necessary. <laughs> oh, wow. So, uh, I'm going to do another shot. Yes. Thank you. So. Beautiful. Lena, I'm um, so excited about this one. I'm oh my gosh. something different. What are you drinking? I'm drinking the Mean Green Mother from Outer Space, um, which is, because I'm on a budget, um, it's literally just Baja Blast um, with lemonade vodka. (laughs) I always let my co-hosts introduce the show. All right, everyone. Well, I hope you're excited because um, based on context clues, you should have guessed. We're doing Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. Yes. I fucking love this show um i was of course introduced uh through the movie mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. uh with rick moranis and ellen page uh in college i remember going over to a friend's house and they were like watch this this movie and i was like okay like whatever and they're like the the guy from honey i shrunk the kids is in it and i was like okay cool like i like <laughs> classic <him." laughs> classic and uh three black women came out and started singing in tight harmonies and i was like this is my well, favorite thing i've ever seen you. in my life correct <laughs> that's all Listen, we really I'm gonna, need i'm gonna say this now and i'm sure i'll say it again in another show uh yeah. but it really it really is true uh for little shop of horrors if the trio of women that sing in tight harmonies is your favorite part of the show you are gay and I absolutely do make the rules. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and that's absolutely. how that goes. That's, yep, that's what that means. There's no um, scooting around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So, here we go. I would like to, I always start these off and I'm like, I'm eight minutes in and I'm not drunk yet. What is the point? That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Cut to me crawling upstairs at the end of the night because I've taken six shots in the course of an hour. Well, <laughs> and four happens. of them were in, four of them were in twenty four minutes. Twenty minutes. It happens to the best of us, honestly. And That's let me tell you, I'm the worst of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. So here we go. It is a rock horror comedy. Which is the best combination of things that it could be. Um, by fucking Disney legends, Alan Disney Menken legends. Uh, and Howard Ashman. Uh, what did we do Everybody, to deserve? We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. 
Alan, Alan, I'm sure I said this in another episode. Alan Minkin's hands are more valuable than my entire family. Correct. <laughs> like, the man's amazing. Yes. Um, he's a god. We, we've talked about Alan Minkin on the show before. Um, Howard Ashman wrote so much music for Disney. He wrote for The Little Mermaid. He wrote for Beauty and the Beast. He, just, the man... Passed Check away far yes. before his time. Oh yes. Um, but there's also a lovely documentary about mm-hmm. him on Disney Plus. On, on Disney Plus, which I highly recommend. Everybody go and watch. Absolutely, it's so good. I um, uh, it's on my list. It's on my list. I watched yeah, the Frozen have, documentary too, and I cried seventeen times during okay. one episode. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Um, everybody spends $7 a month on Disney Plus, please. Mm. They, do not, they do not and they will not sponsor this podcast. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we, uh, we had a world premiere on May 6th in 1982 off, off Broadway. Like it's, it's Broadway block adjacent. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. So it... it <laughs> It's at the WPA uh, Foundation Theater, which is the workshop of the Players' Arts. Um, so there you go. Uh, then that same year in July at the Orpheum Theater. So at the Orpheum Theater, July 27th, 1982, uh, it, it opened there for like an, uh, like an open-ended run. Now, again, this is off-Broadway. This comes back later. Mm-hmm. So... For sure. Yes. Thank you. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it, it, vertebrae, vertebrae by vertebrae. Um, uh, it ran, that's a little joke for you acting kids out there. Um, mm. I'm nothing if not pandering to my audience. Roll it um, up. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing up is the head. So, Correct. Melissa Flame, I hope you're listening. You're probably not. Um. Uh, it ran for <laughs> it ran for five years, which is a long time for something to run off Broadway. You're right. I I think yeah. I don't Yeah. So it ran for five years. It had a total of two thousand two hundred and nine performances. And Ooh. at the time it was the third longest running show. And it was also the highest gross- grossing off Broadway show. People wow. love them from. It's, they love it. They love. They love Little Shop. I um, love Little Shop. <laughs> the people who live there don't. But <laughs> right, people who live uh, in Skid Row don't like it. But the more upper on middle that class. Later. Lo- <laughs> yeah, upper, yeah, more on that later. <laughs> um. So, uh, okay. Here's the thing: because it was off Broadway, it was not eligible for the Tonys. Of course, yeah. Because it's off-Broadway. It's a whole thing. Okay. Now, it opens on... Okay, so, they were going to do a Broadway revival. They had Alice Ripley. They had Hunter Foster. And they had Billy Porter as the plant. And everybody knows Billy Porter Mm. now as, like, Billy Porter. Yeah. But, like, Billy Porter back then was just, like... And Billy Porter is also in our show. Right. Oh, Um, and also casting here. Billy Porter. And also Billy Porter. Uh, So... (laughs) 
Uh, so it had a, it had a tryout and people were eh about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really liked Hunter Foster. They kind of liked Alice Ripley. Um, and then they, it was reviewed so, so like poorly. They weren't bad reviews, but they were just mixed reviews. Right. And it was, it was to the point where they were like, okay, scrap this whole idea. We're going to rework it. We're going to keep Hunter Foster. And then everything else is going to change. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, everyone. Alice Ripley still wanted Tony. She's yeah. fine. She's and a, it's, Yeah, she's fine. Yeah. Um, she <laughs> cried her way to a Tony and next cried to normal. Cried her way through next to normal. And we gave her a Tony. <laughs> we sure did. For no reason. No, for every reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, okay. So... They did the rework. They kept Hunter Foster. We now have fucking one of my favorite Broadway people. We talked about her last week, too. Yes, Carrie Butler. We sure did. Uh, I will talk about every one of her shows if it's the last thing I do. (laughs) Yes. She does everything. This woman does does everything. She's a Um, So, okay. So, Carrie Butler's in there. Uh, Amongst others. We'll get there later. So, we open at the Virginia Theater on October 2nd, 2003. But here's the thing, because of the movie, because of the popularity of it being off-Broadway, and because of all the other things of everybody's like, I know what Little Shop is, it's, 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 it is the first time it's ever been on Broadway, mm-hmm. but it is labeled a revival. Oh, interesting. Shook. 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 Wig. Wow. So it's not... It's not eligible for Best Musical. It's eligible uh, for Best Revival. Okay. Well. Which is crazy. Wow. Um, so it had, it, had two, it, it had two Tony nominations. Yes. Which was Best Revival because okay. it was not eligible for Best Musical. Correct. And Hunter Foster got a, a Tony nomination for Best Actor in a Musical. Mm-hmm. Good for him. They did not win either. Well. <laughs> okay. Everyone up so. against band visit feels the same. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking... Yes. <laughs> yes. Well. <laughs> okay. So now we have other productions that are going on. These are, these are notable, notable productions notable that are happening. productions around the world. Yes. <laughs> We have a 2019 revival Oof. that just closed. It had Jonathan Groff in it, and it had, um, fuck, what is her name? Tammy Blanchard in it. Yes. And it had Christian Borle in it. Yes. Okay, I'm going to take this time now to say, <laughs> while I love Jonathan Groff, mm-hmm. I love Jonathan Groff. If you didn't hear me the first two times, I love, love Jonathan, Jonathan Groff. Groff. Stop casting attractive people as Seymour Crowborn. That's not the point. Correct. He I is a nerdy... I, I would love to have seen um, and I'm so sorry. I don't remember. His name is, is escaping me right now. Um, Michael from Be More Chill. Uh, George Salazar. George Salazar. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Mama. Mama. I want to hear you ready? his... Yeah. He was Seymour. He was, I know. 
at the Pasadena Playhouse, which is Correct. literally next on my list. Uh, so our my friend and yours, Tyler Scott, actually got mm-hmm. to go and see that production. Oh, of course. That production had George Salazar. It had uh, MJ Rodriguez from Pose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She is a trans woman of color uh, who played Audrey. Perfect. Uh, Tyler Scott says her somewhere that's green is the best thing he's ever heard. <laughs> I would love to and, hear it. And fucking Amber Riley was the plant. Oh. Now, these oh. two things. These, <laughs> I Listen, I would hurt someone. Hurt someone <laughs> to see Amber Riley do anything. Anything. Let alone be the plant in Little Shop of Horrors. Like, I would pay to see her do a one-woman production of Little Shop of Horrors. I would pay to watch her do a one-woman production of The Phone Book. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) So, here's the thing. We, at the same time that the 2019 revival was happening, the Pasadena Playhouse revival was happening, and it was so unique to see two productions that were done by reputable theaters coincide in the same timeline with big names attached to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them was super camp and one of them was more serious and dark. And they, there was a whole article that uh, I will post uh, somewhere, the link to, mm-hmm. uh, probably on, on our Twitter, uh, about the comparison of the two productions and how one of them used, uh, people of color and one of them used yes. traditional casting. Uh, yes. it's so cool. It's so cool. Right. Um, so this is all, this all also culminated in a 1986 film with Rick Moranis from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids it had yes. Steve Martin as the dentist. Steve yes. Martin. Steve like, Martin. <laughs> like fucking Steve Martin. Steve who Martin. also wrote, who wrote part of Bright Star, which I cannot wait for that episode. It's one of, it's, it's up there on one of my favorite shows. Love. Um, and Ellen Page. Yes. That, that is how I'm going to say her name every time because, okay, everybody crucify me now. It's my <laughs> podcast, so I don't have to listen to your opinion. I don't much care for Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Ellen Green? Elaine Page? Yes. Ellen Green. Ellen Page. Ellen Green? Yep, it's Ellen Green. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, Lena, I wrote this both. Ellen Green. I meant Ellen Green. Ellen Green. Ellen Page, I love you in Umbrella Academy. <laughs> You're so good. Sign my book. Sign my book. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, sign my book. Okay. Okay. Hey, okay. So, Ellen Green. Yes, I don't care for Ellen Green. That's all right. Not everyone's I just, cup of tea. Can be everyone. I don't like the voice. Mm-hmm. 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 This is the voice. <laughs> okay. So. Were you okay. doing an Ellen Green impression or were you singing the opening to this is the, like, the voice, like the TV show, The Voice? The TV show, The Voice. I'm here now. I got it. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Here we go. 
Thank you. Poison. I'm going to take okay. a big sip, too. Go for it. We're now at... We're going to... Because the show has been done out the wazoo, mm-hmm. I'm going to do notable casts. Notable casts. I'm ready. No, notable cast members. Okay, so... Wait, I want to get Seymour. there. I want to get the <clears> main <throat> page, yes. Seymour. Okay. Seymour. Seymour. We, we have Lee Wilkoff... Who is the original Seymour? Like the OG Seymour. Yes. We have Hunter Foster. We have Rick Moranis from the movie. Mm -hmm. We have Jonathan Groff, Mm -hmm. which I'm still against that casting, even though I love him. (laughs) And George Salazar. But you're forgetting a fun fact from another Broadway actor that we love. Who? Who did the tour. Anthony Rapp. Anthony Rapp, yes. Okay, here's a funny story. Hey, I don't Cohen. know if I talked. To, I don't know if I talked about this in the Wicked episode mm-hmm. when I was talking about Megan Hilty, mm-hmm. but Megan Hilty was originally cast in that tour with Anthony Rapp. Oh no! Way. It was, it was f- when she was fresh out of CMU, and they she auditioned and she got cast as Audrey. Right. And then they cast Seymour as Anthony Rapp, and they called her and they were like, "Here's the thing." He's a really, really big star. And you're not. So we're going to recast you. So since you haven't signed your contract yet, goodbye. (gasps) But that freed her up to do. Because then she could do uh, what? Wicked. Wicked. She went and did. She literally turned around and went and did Wicked. Oh, okay. So she's fine. Megan Hilty's fine. And now they're both big stars. Good for them. Yeah. So, okay, yes. So, now we're moving on to Audrey. Audrey. Woodry. Ellen, Ellen Green. Ellen Green. Ellen Page. Ellen Green. I bet Ellen Who is Page she? would be an interesting Audrey. I'd watch it. <laughs> I'd watch it, too. <laughs> um, my, my lord and savior and vegan inspiration, <laughs> Carrie Butler. Carrie Butler. Um... The woman of the year, MJ Rodriguez, who deserves mm. a fucking Golden Globe or Emmy or something for her role on Pose. Give her all of them. Uh, j- just give her everything. Give her an you know. EGOT. <laughs> okay, that's not get crazy. First of all, <laughs> Cynthia Arrivo is going to EGOT before anybody else does. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> uh, How could and I Tammy, <laughs> Tammy, Tammy Blanchard. Yes. Miss okay. Tammy. We're going to move on to Mr. Mushnick. Oh, Mr. Mushnick. Here we go. Hi, An- Hi Ansel. Mm-hmm. Kevin Chamberlain, which if you're yes. under the age of 18, he is the butler. And hey, Jesse. <laughs> hey, Jesse. Okay. That's who it is. Yes. He was also, he was also a wizard in uh, Wicked. He was. Mm-hmm. For a little bit. Um, also, he was Fester in Adam's family. Yeah. What else did he... Oh, I know he's done so much. I was about to say, please do not ask me any other question because I did not write down anything for him. The <laughs> fact that I remember those two is a he fucking was, miracle. Oh, he was... Um, he was Horton. Yes! He was Horton. Yes, he was Horton. That's, yes, yes. I was like, Kevin Chamberlain, what else did you do? Horton, here's Horton, a what? Horton, here's a what? A who? A what? <laughs> um, <laughs> Amaya, what does that say? What? <laughs> so, 
partners I know. are new. Oh, Kevin Chamberlain. Great man. And, uh, and also, voice. in addition to, as well as, Tom Allen Robbins. Okay. Um, okay, now we're moving, we're, we're speeding right on through to Oren. Frank Luz. Mm-hmm. Fucking the king of comedy himself, Steve Martin. Steve Martin, y'all. Steve Martin. He can. He plays the banjo. He does. He plays very banjo. well. Yeah, he was in Father of the Bride. All he of them. He is the father. He's of the, the bride. father of the bride. <laughs> um. He was on SNL. Also, if you've never seen uh, Steve Martin and Martin Shorts comedy special on netflix i fucking highly recommend it okay if you want to if you want to uh i'm like writing down all the references all right i'll Um, just i'll i'll google it myself i was about to say if you just if you just netflix search steve martin you'll find it because i think it says both of their names on it but if you want to laugh for two hours straight those those fucking kings of comedy will will make you do it um matthew wickes Mm-hmm. And Christian Borel. Mm. Borel? Borley. Borel. Borel. Yeah. And be- because <laughs> you're here. Because you're here. You already Notable know what's coming. production of... Stars Hollow. the musical. Oh, can you believe... Maybe that'll be a mini episode. Me and you will cover Stars <laughs> Hollow the Musical. Of Stars Hollow the Musical. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Uh, we'll so, do a poll on Twitter. Please. Oh, guys, if you want us to do a, a short episode of Stars Hollow the Musical, if you know a year in the life of Gilmore Girls, yes. and you want us to do a small episode of Stars Hollow the Musical, which I will probably do regardless of your opinion, uh, <laughs> let us know. Yeah. Uh, so, let us know. Okay. So, we're going we're gonna, to... Oh, we're good. Okay, we're yeah. going to blaze right through the street urchins, which are... And this is my unbiased opinion, the fucking best part of the show. So, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, chiffon, notable chiffons have been Marlene Danielle, Dequina Moore, who you know yes, as Pilar from yep, Legally from Blonde. Legally Blonde, yep. Yes. And uh, Tisha Campbell from My Wife and Kids. Mm-hmm. She was in the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Ronette, Sheila K. Davis. Yeah. Uh, Carla J. Hargrave mm-hmm. and Michelle Weeks. Michelle Weeks was in the movie. Yes. Um, Crystal, Jennifer Lee Warren, Carla J. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jennifer Lee Warren, Tricia Jeffrey, and Tisha Arnold. Tisha Arnold is the mom from Everybody Hates Chris. Oh. Now, here's a fun fact about the, the, um, Street urchins from the movie. They all, they never, okay, let me say this correctly. They all went to high school together mm-hmm. at some point in some combination, but all three of them were never in high school together, oh, if that makes sense. That does, yeah. So two of them were always in high school with each other, so they knew each other. Before they did the movie. Mm. Which I think is cute. That is cute. So they could be like, hey, remember Homeroom? <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. So, I, I remember like, Homeroom. I remember Homeroom, too. 
Oh, shit. I'm doing real good at pouring things really fast, but also not overflowing my shot glass. I'm proud of you. Okay. <laughs> Audrey 2. Audrey 2. Ron two. Taylor. Ron mm-hmm. Taylor. Billy Porter at one point, but never really. Still worth mentioning. Amber Riley. Amber Riley! And Michael Leon Woolley. Mm -hmm. Do you know where you know him from, listener? And also Lena? No. Do you know who he is? I am... Oh. He's Louis the Alligator. Yes, he's Louis the Alligator. (gasps) From Princess and the Frog. Oh. What Can a, you what? believe? I love, oh my gosh. I love I, and the Frog. I found that out this afternoon and I was like, now hold up, wait a minute, hold up, pause. He's Lewis the fucking alligator. He is. <laughs> okay. Wow. And I, I, I do not, I, I feel very, I feel very poorly about this. I did not write down any names, but Audrey too could not exist Without the puppeteers of Audrey too, who are so very, very important Necessary. in bringing that character to, to life. Um, puppeteers are unsung heroes on stage. Absolutely. At some point, at some point, oh, Dylan and Karina are home. Uh, at some point, we will do Avenue Q. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this, this, this whole show... Is brought to life by this Be- puppet. Because of the puppets, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the movie, I don't know if you guys know this. The If you've seen the movie, you it's, it's very cool. But Audrey 2 is a puppet in the movie. There's no CGI. Yeah. It's a puppet that has been filmed in a very specific way to be sped up. Uh, so it looks like it's moving in the in the speed it needs to be, um, and that's just puppeteers are amazing. It seriously like, and the muscles they have, I yeah. Listen, it's incredible. Okay, now that we've gone <laughs> through now that we've gone through the cast, it is now time to ask the age old question, mm-hmm. Lena Feliciano. Yes. Who would you be in this show? Who would you want to be in this show? Uh, who would I want to be in this show? Well, um, I don't know if you know this, but I directed this show. <laughs> um, what? A couple of years ago. What? Um, so I directed this show back in 2018, and Nathan was in it. Um, it's one of the many shows that we've had the pleasure of working with, working together with. There's the vodka. Um, <laughs> and uh, so... There it is. There it is. Um, so I, when I was directing it, um, I really like, like the whole cast was very important to me, everyone. Uh, and I would say, like, the the part that would, like, bring me the most joy reading for when one of you was absent from rehearsal, though, was Audrey, too. Um, okay. And oh, okay. that is because in our production, uh, our Audrey, too, was also a woman. And, uh, and so just, like, getting to play with, because I'm an alto, justice for altos, but... It, just getting to like sing the Audrey Two part when um, our Audrey Two is played by Lily Thomas, phenomenal, talented so woman, so fucking good. Oh, 
this woman. Okay, um, and so just her, she, I would now tell you right now, that girl, she opened her mouth in callbacks and said, feed me. And I was like, parts yours. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) No, never has anyone like made up my mind in two words. And she just, she just knocked it out of the park. Um, But yeah, the most, the most fun was reading um, for Audrey too when she wasn't there. So I would say if I were to audition for the show, that would be what I would like check off on the little audition form. Well, and let's talk about Audrey, too. So, mm-hmm. usually it is a puppet, but we have found in recent productions that Audrey, too, is now played by, like, a person. Yes. So, like, there is there is still the traditional puppet, because you cannot do the show without a puppet. You just you can't. can't. You need the plant. <laughs> like, full stop, you have to have the puppet. Um, but people have found a way to now incorporate the plant being a person, which is what you did, which I found, which I really do find unique to like make a plant a person. And like, it's kind of, it gives me a, this is for the comic book fans out there. It gives me a poison Ivy feel from Batman. Yeah. Um, you find, you find people like draped in, in greenery and ivory and mm-hmm. ivy mm-hmm. who can step out of the pot and and still you can see the puppet and see the actor and still know that they are anchored to that puppet they are one they are just they are literally one thing yeah. in in conjunction of being uh a character and it is so cool, and I'm so glad people have started doing it. Yeah, and I, I agree with that, too. I think that because we had, um, in our production, our Audrey, too, was a woman, and she was also visible. Um, but, however, that did not take away from the need for a puppeteer. Um, not and one we had bit. A very talented puppeteer in Jennifer Himes, and she just created. She, I think, she was like the glue that kept Lily and Audrey two together too. Because when Aud- when Lily wasn't, you know, necessarily visible, she like Jennifer Himes was still puppeteering Audrey too. So it's like it's synonymous. They go together, and um, and you can still have Audrey two visible and have that, you know, really cool like look of a you know of a visible character to to visual to have in front of you and then also yeah. you still have the magic of a puppet well and and you can also play with um the the actor being out on stage and then other yes. scenes being backstage and just the voice of the plant and you're like is what is happening with seymour to yes. the fact to the point of like, is he imagining the plant talking and he just, this is just him carrying out his wants and needs to get out of Skid Row or is, is the plant actually talking to him? Yeah. And is its own, its own being? Yeah. And it leaves, this, it, the audience decides. <laughs> listen, this is the deepest I've ever gotten to some character study while being <laughs> completely slammed. So I love we're, it. We're learning we're learning and growing in every episode. It's me. I'm um, like forcing you to do it. I'm like, do your book work, Nathan. <laughs> I will not. Um, so, uh, Nathan, I before we move on, I just want to ask you real quick. 
Yeah, what's up? Because it's going to come up. Um, anyway, so may as well fix it, too, before you're too drunk. Um, but who did you play in our production of... So, okay, so I, I was about to get into this, because I, okay. I always ask myself this question of who I would play. Yes, so who would you play? Who did you play in our production? Who would you play if, like, there were no rules it, and dream role? And then um, no, talk about your experience. So, okay, so in our production, I was technically cast as the ensemble, because you did create an ensemble, which I thought was really cool, because it you gave... Did people in Orlando an opportunity to be part of a show where it, it, it usually is cast a certain way where one person, usually the role of Oren covers multiple roles. Yes. Um, Same with So you did create, yeah. yeah, so you did create um, a, uh, an ensemble, which is really cool. What am I um, if not the queen of making an ensemble the star of my shows? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make myself a star of a show, <laughs> whether yes. you mean for it to happen or not. So, just a star um, ensemble. <laughs> so, me always follow me at Nathan from the Ensemble on Instagram. So, <laughs> follow me uh, at every role on my resume is ensemble. <laughs> period. So, um, I did. So you you offered me ensemble with the caveat of being the understudy of Mr. Mushnick mm-hmm. and also the understudy of Chiffon, which was the coolest <laughs> thing you could have said to me. Um, I remember getting the phone call at like 2 a.m. in the morning and you're like, and also Chiffon understudy. And I was like, I'm going to scream in my house at 2 a.m. <laughs> um, so realistically, if I were to be in this show, I would really like to be Seymour at some point. Right, I, I I think that would be cute. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but in my dream of dreams, any of the street urchins is the any coolest thing that could ever happen, which but, is what... Which is what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah, my, own, my yeah. understudies work hard. And yeah. if I can give them a performance, I will. Yeah, and also there are pictures of me. Uh, there's a video of me for sure. I have the and video of yeah. one of them. I don't know which one. Oh, please send me that because I, I think know I have that you Little have Shop of Horrors, like the opening. Number. Okay, cool. Uh, so, yeah, so if, you, if you guys want to see that, let me know and uh, I'll post that on Instagram. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, so. We have done the cast. We have done the history. Yes. It is 40 minutes in. We are Here now we at... We're going to do one more shot. Mm. I just poured another shot into my drink. Yes. <clears throat> and now we're going to do... Lena, I'm so excited. This is your first episode with us. This is... Now, let me, let me be very frank. Lena is coming back. Mm. Lena is coming back for other episodes, y'all. So mm-hmm. y'all just get ready. <laughs> I'm very excited for our other episodes too. Me too. We're do yes. So those those will be surprises, but they surprises. are coming. Yes. Um, okay. So are you ready for your first stumble through with Nathan? Oh, here we go. Yes, I love a okay. stumble through. So here we are. We're not. Off we are book. at a the. Oh, girl! I will never be <laughs> off the book, girl. Girl, we're going to talk about it when we get to a specific song. Don't worry. So, so don't worry. Here we go. So, we're, okay. So, we're in a theater. We're, mm. Where are we? What specific theater are we in? Because, let me tell you, our audience, if you're listening, 
at uh, 41 minutes in, I am exclusively going to talk about the Hunter Foster and Carrie Butler production. Correct. Um, Is there any other? (laughs) Yes, there are 58,000 others. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Including all of the community theater productions in the world. Yes, we are at the Virginia Theater Blackout. We stay in a blackout. Stay there. We now get a creepy, ominous voice from above. From above. In our show, it was a person coming on stage. Yes. Correct. On the 21st day of the month of September. So, y'all, we almost there, but this is spooky kooky ooky season, Mm -hmm. and we're doing it in October. So, we're a month ahead, but I'll allow it. (laughs) And it... (laughs) So, in an early year of a decade, not too long before our own, the human race suddenly encountered a deadly threat to its very existence, and this terrifying enemy surfaced, as such enemies often do, in the seemingly most innocent and unlikely of places. Mm. Where the poor... Where the poor people live. Yes! (laughs) Where the poor people live. Come on, poor people! Good row! (laughs) Okay. Then we get, okay, listen, let me tell you, three black women walk out, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Already, we're done. Yep, we can all go home now because we, this is the show. So, literally, it's Nathan Brown. It's not going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> can, it, Lena, it, can any show get better? Then a woman, women of color in a trio, can it? No, no. <laughs> Period. Hades Town. Done. Goodbye. <laughs> Period. Hades Town. Other shows. Hairspray. Hairspray. Yes, the dynamites. Okay. Uh, Lena gets. Lena gets it, y'all. I get it. Okay. I love a trio. So Chiffon, Ronette, and Crystal walk out. They are. We. They will now further be known as the Street Urchins. These street urchins. Yes. Okay, one of my friends posted on Twitter, and they're like, what do you call the black women in uh, Little Shop of Horrors? And I literally went, the street urchins, because that's what they're called in the script. And they're like, oh. Oh, what do you call the black women in Little Shop of Horrors, the most talented women on stage? <laughs> I'm kidding. The entire cast, very talented. But like I said, I love a trio, Justice for Trios. Okay. But also, I will not have anybody besmirch three women who sing in tight harmony and don't get the harmonies wrong. Right? Come Full on. Full stop. Full stop. Okay. Now, now we're into, they walk out and they're like, little shop, little shop of horrors. Little Call shop. Call the cops. Little shop. Little shop and of they, horrors. Yes. Sorry. And so they go. <laughs> So, we're gonna... Lena, you know how these episodes go. We gloss over some lyrics. Mm-hmm. So, so they go, mm-hmm. Shingling, what a creepy thing to be happening. Shingling, fill the storm and drag in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shalala, stop her where you are. Don't you move a thing. Yes. Literally. You better, telling you, you better, you better. tell your mama, something's gonna get her. Is she better, everybody better beware. Yes. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. As fun and as poppy and as catchy as it is, it's a warning. It is. They literally come out and they're like, 
y'all don't understand what's about to happen. Yes. Like, it's bad. They know. So. They're from the so, future. From the Fatuda. I in have Spanish. always. I have. <laughs> I have always just, like, felt in my bones that the urchins. The street urchins, they are time travelers. They are from the future. They know what's about to happen. They've been through this before. In our production, we had them as though they were working for Audrey, too. They were on her team. They knew. They knew everything, so. Yeah, so. um, They're queens. So, let's, let's talk about this for a little bit. So, in our production, they did... um. They did, like, move the plot along. They did. We had them, uh, if, uh, as a director, I like to put characters on stage when they're not scripted to be on stage necessarily be, and, and have them do something else. So I, I, what I did with the uh, urchins in our production, um, you know, I had them maybe plant the, uh, plant, um, I had them maybe plant the adoption papers for Mr. Mushnick to find, like, he got that idea from the urchins, I had them, you know, bump into Audrey on her way out with Orin and have her drop her cardigan and they picked up her sweater, you know, so it's there, it's there in the shop when Orin comes back, so Seymour has the opportunity to see Orin just be so nasty to her, so, um, so, like, we, we had them really... And then at the end, they come in, and this is scripted. At the end, they come in dressed with lab coats, and they're picking little leaves, you know, off after we sell the yeah. plant. So, they're in on it. That's my take. Yeah. So, they, they come out, and they're like, Sha-la-la, stop right where you are. Don't you move a thing. You better, you better, telling you, you better. Tell your mama something's gonna get her. She better, everybody better beware. So they basically say, listen, this is a little shop, the littlest shop that you can find. Of course. <laughs> of horror. Literally, they say, there's something in the shop that y'all don't understand. So y'all, just be, be prepared for what's about to yes. happen. This shop, this little shop is Bly Manor, and <laughs> Audrey Wig. 2 is the Lady of the Lake. For okay. Horror <laughs> I'm only on episode four. Oh, so well. <laughs> talk to me okay. about it later. Okay, so the show's over now. Yes. The black women have sung. The show's over. Yep. We can all go home. Okay. So actually, no. <laughs> so, no. There's so much more. So now we're in Mushnik, Mr. Mushnik's flower shop. He is reading a paper. Yes. While he reads a paper, we hear a crash off stage, and he goes, "Seymour, what the?" fuck are you doing and he goes i'm i'm not i'm not i'm i'm so sorry i'm not doing anything and yeah. he goes all right well in rushes audrey audrey is fucking late to work Always. and she goes and she goes i'm so sorry that's fucking how ellen green talks and i can't fucking stand it <laughs> so she says good so morning goes, at two o'clock in the afternoon i can't literally and he goes audrey it's two o'clock in the afternoon and she turns around and she has a black eye. And he goes, Audrey, where the fuck did you get that shiner? Whew. Did you get it from your boyfriend? And she's like, I'm fucking fine. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. Because women, what? Don't speak up for themselves. You are allowed to speak up for yourselves. Thank you. You are allowed, 
You're allowed to protect yourselves. Amen. That's right. Period. So Seymour Seymour comes upstairs and he breaks some pots and Mr. Mushnick yells at him. But the the whole point of the scene is to set up the fact that Audrey... There's some sexual tension between Audrey and Seymour. And Seymour yes. does like Audrey. And you can tell. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's in love. Mis- He's a smitten kitten. He's a little baby. Little baby. He's yes. a little baby who doesn't know any better. Yes. He lives right under the counter. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mr. Stop. Mr. Mushnick <laughs> is, he, he's like, fuck y'all. I'm going to go outside for a second. Where he goes yes. outside and the street urchins are there. And he's like, listen, I can't... Ha- the street urchins are there. And he's like, I can't have y'all fucking up my business. Which he does not have. Um, yes. <laughs> and he, he's like, what What are y'all doing? Why, why aren't you in school right now? And, she, and one of them goes, we're on the splits shift. We went to fifth grade. And then we, we split. split. <laughs> First of all, y'all are wild. All three of y'all are wild. <laughs> But period. So he goes, if y'all aren't in school, how are you going to better yourselves? And she goes, what? Better ourselves. Yes. When you from Skid Row, there ain't no such thing. Um, And here it comes. Ignore me. I'm so sorry. Our crystal was played by Casey Cole. Beautiful woman. So good. Okay. And here comes everyone's favorite part of this whole show. A, a... A a a woman, a, a black woman, honestly, a wake up walks call, out. Honestly, <laughs> literally, go. She just. First of all, the fact that Kira made us do this in the audition was just homophobic. For first of all, <laughs> and I'll secondly, get her out here. <laughs> and and rude. I understand why she did. It. I understand why she did it, but I don't agree. <laughs> so this woman okay. walks out. Yeah, we were just talking about you. She just poked her head out. <laughs> so, <laughs> how you made you made all the crystals say, or the, all the urchins call a callback sing along goes off at seven. So literally, this woman walks out and she goes, "Alarm <laughs> goes off at seven. Yes, and you start up town. You put in your eight hours for the powers that have always been, and if they're doing so it right." Time. Mm-hmm. Literally, somebody sing says, a sing a child. Some, yes, run it. Sing, sing but it only if they do it right. I mean, yeah. Which And she goes... They mainly always do. Casey always does. They go, <laughs> well, it's scripted, but also, you have to earn it. So... <laughs> okay. It's, it's scripted, but you have to earn it. <laughs> so I can agree with that. She goes... So she goes, we have to work all day until it's 5 p.m. Yes. And then... And then we go... Downtown, downtown, where the folks are broke. Downtown, where your life's a joke. Downtown, where you buy your token, you go home, home to, to Skid, Skid Row. Row. Yes. Yes. So, no matter how hard you work, you're still going to the poor part of town. Yes. Downtown, where the caps don't stop. Downtown, mm-hmm. where the food is slop. Downtown, where the hop heads flop in the snow. Down on Skid Row. Yes. Okay. Then the street urchins come out and they go, Uptown, you cater to a million jerks. Yep. Basically, no matter how hard you work, you're always serving the person above you. Yes. If you're from our part of town. 
Yes. Okay. So, Audrey goes, everybody goes, okay, we're going to get to my part in a second. So, <laughs> she goes, downtown, and Audrey comes out and she goes, where the guys are drips, downtown, where they rip your slips, downtown, where relationships are no go. Mm-hmm. She is now lamenting about her life, about how she is not yes. in the best position she should, could be. She's in the gutter. She's in the gutter, baby. Yes. Okay. Seymour comes out and says, poor. Poor. All my life I've always been poor. Poor. I keep asking God what I'm for. And he tells me, gee, I'm not sure. Sweep that floor, kid. Oh, I started life as an orphan, a child on the street. You're on Skid Row. Basically, even though I'm on Skid Row, this is where I found a safe haven. And at least I'm taken care of. Because Mr. Mushnick gave me a job. And at least I get a little bit. Of, yes. you know, money. Yeah. So, well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Audrey and Seymour, what? And, and a twist of musical theater fate mm. want more. They do. <laughs> they want more for themselves. Who doesn't? So they say, <clears throat> show me a way to get out of here. Because I constantly pray I'll get out of here. Please won't somebody say I'll get out of here. Someone give me a shot or I'll oh, right here. here. Yes. Yes. So, here's the thing. Audrey and Seymour both sing the same line separately mm-hmm. away from each other. You can very clearly tell that they want more than this life that they have built for themselves. Yes, it's a separate thought for each of them. They did not think yeah. of this together. Seymour is poor. Yes. Audrey is in a... Oh, we're, what we learn is an abusive relationship. Yes. Okay. So, uh, he goes... Um, he, They go... Uh, but I gotta <laughs> get out of skin. Roll! Yes. Okay. Yes. So, cut to... Off. Cut to the Skid Row um, playoff. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> we are now in the closing time. Yes. Every new beginning's the well, beginning. Well, yeah, we got like the last two hours of the show open. And then there's another moment where your puppeteer comes into play here in the TikTok part. And they fast forward the clock. Yes. Mr. Mushnick says... It's two. It's five o'clock, and the clock is at like three fifteen or whatever. And yeah, there's it, there's TikToks in the uh, score, the bum 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 bum, and then you have us. You've got to like show the audience that we're supposed to be looking at the clock, and then uh, you got your puppeteer. You know, just kind of moving the clock along, like time yeah. is going by rapidly. <laughs> yes. So so it's closing time. And Mr. Mushnick says, here's the thing. It's time to go home. Uh, and also, we're broke. Yes. We have... Both. We have... We, we have no money. And, and, and also, in addition to it, it's time to go home. Right. So, Seymour... <laughs> okay, we're so very Audrey tired. comes out... Literally, me always. So, <laughs> Audrey comes out and goes... Mr. Mushnick, Seymour has an idea. 
And she goes, go get, go get, fucking go downstairs and get the plant. Yes. And so Seymour runs downstairs. He brings up this plant. It's just this plant. It's in a pot. It's a tiny little yeah. pot. It's a tiny little plant. And he goes, what the fuck is that? And it's he goes, an it's, a, it's an Audrey too. I named it after Audrey and I want to put it in the window. And he goes, there is no way. Putting it in the window is going to do a damn thing for my business. So Seymour puts it in the window, and guess what happened? You know what happened. It did a damn thing for their business. It did a damn thing for their business. <laughs> a customer shows up, and he goes, "This is Seymour says, this is a strange and unusual plant. And this customer goes in, comes in and goes, hey, what's that strange and unusual plant? And he, he goes, where did you get it? Okay, now we go into... Where did you get it? Dadu. He goes, Seymour goes, I was walking down the wholesale flower district the other day and I passed this place where this old Chinese man lived. Now, while this is happening, the the street urchins pop up in the window and they are singing the background vocals of this song. And he goes, I'm at this place where the Chinese man is. And they go, Chang Dadu. It's a little racist, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So he goes, he sometimes sells yeah. me exotic plants because he knows that strange plants are my hobbies. But he didn't have anything that day. So I was going to go home and the street urchins go, good for you. Good for you. They know. They know. Mama, they are fortune tellers. They and he know. goes, they go, just as I was about to leave, there was a total eclipse of the sun. Bling. Bing. Here's what I really liked about our production. So technically, I played <laughs> Chang Dadu. I played Mr. Chang, uh, which is its own issue. Uh, but as m- while the eclipse happened, me and the woman who played the plant switched places. Correct. And when the eclipse was over, the Lily who played the plant was holding Audrey too yes. for a seamer to grab. It was yes. so neat. It was very um, neat. Also, it was not something that a lot of people caught. No, it which... was hard because the eclipse was. We had our uh, our Seymour, who was played by Rob Millerick. Love you, Rob. Um, he was in a big spotlight, and then on the total eclipse of the sun, we had our spotlight turned to red, and everything around uh, him was total blackout. So you really, unless you had your eye. Um, on that part of the stage, you didn't see the Chinese man switch, but a few people did cut catch it. They told me, um, but what was distinct was like clearly it went from a man's hand to a woman's hand. So it was something yeah. to look at. Yeah, it was so cool. Mm-hmm. So, so basically during the eclipse, this this a plant appears out of nowhere, and he goes, "Well, I want to buy it now," and. <laughs> uh, Mr. Chang sells it to him for a dollar ninety-five. A dollar ninety-five. Well, isn't that fucking amazing? I'm gonna okay. t- keep a tally of how many times the street urchins warn us against Audrey Two. So far, we're at two. Yeah, at the very <laughs> least, we're at two. Yeah. So, and we're okay. not even we're in scene two. We're in the first scene, so, second scene of the show. Yeah, so the guy goes, that's a very interesting story, and now I would like to pay $50 for some roses. Yes. Uh, and he goes, but can you break 100 And Mr. Mushnick goes, no, because I'm poor. And Same. he goes, okay, well, then I'd just, like, double the amount of roses. And he goes, 
Okay, cool. Here's the roses. So then we give him dead roses because we are what? Yeah. A failing flower shop. <laughs> Period. Yeah. So <laughs> they, the guy leaves and they go, we have to celebrate. But Audrey goes, I'm so sorry. I can't celebrate right now. I have a date tonight. I have a date with a with my dentist. My with, dentist. Not with my dentist. With my boyfriend. <laughs> period. I'm not period. I have a date with my boyfriend, <laughs> comma, the dentist. <laughs> Let's all use proper grammar, everyone, in a drunken episode comma. of Broadway and Brews. <laughs> Brews and Broadway. Broadway Brews. What is the name? What is the name of my show? Where okay. am I? What year is it? Okay. So. You want to know? You don't Audrey, <laughs> Period. Audrey goes, I, I gotta go. Yeah. So Seymour goes, are we still going to have dinner, Mr. Mushnick? And Mr. Mushnick goes, why is that plant so fucking sick? Why don't, <laughs> how about, how about this? I'll buy you a steak dinner if you can make sure the plant lives. How uh. about that? <laughs> so. Oh, good. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so he goes, okay. So. He goes over to the plant and he goes, Mr. Mushnick, I've tried everything. I don't even know what this fucking plant is. And he goes, well, he goes, well, fucking figure it out. And Mr. Mushnick leaves. And then so he now we the get, door leaves. <laughs> yeah, bling. Okay, so he goes, I've given you sunshine. I've given you dirt. You've given me nothing but heartache and hurt. I'm begging you sweetly. I'm down on my knees. Oh, please grow for me. Mm-hmm. He's basically Fucking begging this plant to Talking live. Talking to the plant. Well, but then now what here's happens? Where, we go, where here's the thing. This now gets it. If you want to direct it a certain way, you can direct it into, does Seymour imagine all of this? Mm-hmm. Or does this actually happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, traditionally, and the way that it is always directed, is the plant is alive in its own living being as an actually... It's own own thing. Yes. But I could see the point of Seymour just wants to get out of Skid Row and is imagining this as his subconscious. Right. Helping. Yeah. I think that would be a very interesting way to, to direct the show. It, it, would, it would be for sure. Um, yeah. For me, it was, you know, the audience gets to decide. We'll give you some kooky lighting and we'll give you a puppeteer. Um, yeah. But like whether you believe the plant is actually listening to Seymour is up to you. Yeah. So he goes, I've given you levels of moisture from desert to mud. I've given you grow light and mineral supplements. What do you want from me? Blood. Blood? So he cuts his finger on a rose and he goes, rose oh, thorn. shit. Yes. I cut my I cut my thumb. Unless you're Rob well, and you pl- lost the roses and then you have to pretend it was a paper cut. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so... So the plant actually perks up and he's like, oh, do you, do you actually want this blood? Well, he clearly does. So the plant drinks from his blood and he's like, okay, I'll give it to you this once and it'll be fine. And he goes, Mm -hmm. grow for me. Yes. Okay. We cut directly into a radio station. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. And an and interviewer. That was you. I made uh, the correct choice of giving Nathan the microphone and being the interviewer. <laughs> Listen, 
If there's if there are any casting agents out there, I am a Corny Collin types. I am a person who holds the microphone types. I'm a Burt Healy type. Anyone um, who holds the microphone. If there, yeah, literally, if there's anyone who holds a microphone, Mama, that's me. Um, so sold separately though. Period. So <laughs> the interviewer goes, "Listen, here's the thing. This man is a genius." He has grown this amazing plant. Everybody needs to go to Skid Row and see this plant because I think it's fucking amazing. Um, well, he forgets to, Seymour forgets to tell them where the shop is. And Mr. Mishnick goes, I fucking told you one thing. I told you one thing to do. I told you to tell them where the shop was. Mention but, the address. But at least we got the advertising of, of, of the sh- of the shop, right? Okay, and so they're in probably our- the only floral shop in Skid Row too. To when we think about it, you know, honestly true. <laughs> so in our production, I was the understudy for Mr. Mushnick. Yes, I will tell you who who was our Mr. Mushnick. Alex Alan? Mason. Alex Mason Alex. played. I'm so sorry, Mr. Mushnick. He, he was so fucking good. Wonderful man. I could only <laughs> I could only hope. To, to sh- you know, live in his shadow. Um, what was because really... One d- <laughs> because one day... I, we both I did, have you know, when, when, when he When he wasn't on, I did go on for him. When, did, I'm sorry. Yes. When, he, when he wasn't in rehearsal, I did yes. go on for him. Um, and somebody, <laughs> somebody said, Nathan, your Mr. Mushnick is like Craig from Parks and Rec, but... Jewish and angry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, you guys both had such different interpretations of Mushnick and different performances, and it was just so great to watch both. Um, well, I do hope well, that we, someday this is a role you will, you know, play for an audience too and get to like bring out all of your uh, all of your choices too. Uh, and what was great about Alex is Alex is classically trained in his voice. Um, which is you don't normally get with a mushnik, um, and sure, he just he like he's played Jean Valjean and Les Mis, and you just don't like, and he just found those places in the show to bring his yeah. like beautiful tenor out, and you were like, what? <laughs> well, which is honestly what I was about to get into. Me and him had very specific different voices his is he like you said very classically trained i am a musical theater trained yes. singer and so our our mushniks were very very different very uh, different but, but equally entertaining i will say abs- absolutely <laughs> so he says please please mention the name of the dress and he's he's listening to this mr mushnik is listening to this radio and and the the urchins come out and they go here's the thing one day he pushed a broom nothing in his news but gloom and doom then he let a fuse and give him room stand aside and watch that mother blow explosion bang kaboom don't Don't it go go to show show you you never never know. know yeah so basically, it's like you could see a poor person, you could see a person who's down on their luck, but you never know what they're going to get up to. Yeah, so, anything can change in a moment. So Seymour was super poor. He was a nobody, but this plant gave him everything he needed. Yes. Everything he needed. 
thus so, forth fueling Seymour's like belief in the plant and how much he needed to take care of Audrey too and make sure that she absolutely. got him to where he needed to go. Yeah. So Ronette comes out and says, All the world used to screw him. Fifth grandpa. Now they Yes. Now, what are they doing? They're interviewing They're him. They're interviewing him. Yes. And they, they, they want to hear what he has to say. Yes. So, uh, so he says, One day you're slinging hash, feeling so rejected, lightning flash, you get resurrected, make a splash. Now you're, uh, now you write the big provisimo, mm-hmm. and with a thunder crash, crash mm-hmm. kerplunk. Bam, kaboom, zam, kazap, zam, kazoo, zowie, powie, holy cow, he ordered up a rainbow to go. Wow, pow, look out below. Don't it go to show, you never know. Which I still have that voice memo on my phone teaching me my voice part. Perfect. I also wanted to, like, point out in this scene... We've it's the next scene from Grow for Me, but Audrey too has always already grown a lot, and I yes. love this puppet because this puppet is a jacket that uh, the puppet is built into. So you our uh, Seymour puts on essentially um, like a blazer, like it's a yeah a tattered blazer, and the blazer has a little seatbelt on it that you, he puts around his waist. and Because it was a little baby in a pot. It, it was wasn't a, like a yes. little baby. Yeah, and then, um, and then the, this costume, he, his other arm went up into the plant, so Seymour is actually um, maneuvering the plant with his hand, and then there is a fake hand a mannequin hand if you will wrapped around the pot so it looks it gives the illusion that Seymour's holding the plant and the plant's moving on its own and we actually brought this puppet on to our tv interview when we were advertising the show and it was so fun because Rob got to play with it like on tv and like the the interviewer on West 2 was just so like enamored by it it was so funny to see yeah. interact. Yeah. Love so, that puppet. Yes. So, Audrey 2 is a little bit bigger now. A little bigger. Um, so, Audrey, Audrey, actual Audrey, has missed the broadcast. She was, she was not able to actually listen to the broadcast. And the urchins come out and they're like, Mama, you gotta listen. You get... You are physically being assaulted right now. You gotta get out of here. Because she's wearing what in this scene now? Next time we see her? She has a cast on. Yes, she's in a sling. And they're like, Mama, you're allowed to be happy. You're allowed to protect yourself. You are allowed to be in a healthy relationship. And that's not with the dentist. What if you dated Seymour? And she goes, "Mm, I don't know about all that. And (laughs) she goes... And she goes, I know Seymour is the greatest, mm-hmm. but I'm dating a semi-sadist. So now we get an I wish song. We get yes. somewhere that's green. An I want she goes, She goes, and I dream of a place where we could be together at last. She is now imagining her perfect life. Perfect. She wants, she wants a mailbox. A fence, a patio, a sink, an ironing machine, a house. She wants what, Mama? Somewhere, Somewhere that's, that's green. Somewhere that's green. Mm-hmm. 
period. She goes, I want a man who he rakes and trims the grass. He loves to mow and weed. I, she just, basically, she just wants a man who doesn't fucking hit her. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And so. Period. Thank you. So at the end, she goes, this is so sweet to me. She goes, far from Skid Row, I dream we'll go somewhere that's green. She just really does not want to be where she is anymore. The grass is always greener. Looking on to greener pastures. Well, and in this case, it actually would be greener. Uh, Yeah. That's something, that's something, that's a little, a little, uh, a little hint, a little hint dropped right there. I will also like to say, um, this song, and I'm going to use my platform right now, um, on this, uh, my very small platform, um, my two by two platform, if you will. Um, (laughs) I'm going to use it to take a second and just point out if you are an Audrey type and you're going to sing this song and Kara's going to love me for saying this, but if you're, she just opened the door. If you're an Audrey type and you're going to sing this song, I need you to know that Better Homes and Gardens magazine is the name of the magazine. When you talk about that magazine, you say Better Homes and Gardens magazine. What do you not do? You don't say Better Homes and Gardens magazine. Whatever she sings, a picture. Exactly. So you don't, so, um, that, that looks like a glamorous place to breathe. But I tell you right now, if you don't breathe there, you will get cast as Audrey. Like, and if you don't come find me, I will, I'll, I'll sit down and finish my drink. But I promise if you don't breathe in that area, you'll get cast. Continue. And that's the two. Incredible. (laughs) So somewhere that's green. (laughs) We're now back at the flower shop. Yes. But we're close to renovations. Mm -hmm. We're spiffing up and grooming because customers are flocking and business has been booming. We need refrigeration in our new improved display. So we're close to renovation today. Well, guess what? Mama, we're busy now. We actually have clean flowers that aren't dead. Audrey, too, has been bringing business in. The shop has transformed. Yeah, we literally have to... I'm so sorry, Mama. We are closed <laughs> on Sundays because we have to renovate. Have to. So, so we're closed for renovations for swabbing down and blooming because business has been thriving since Audrey 2 has been blooming. Yes. The phones have not stopped dreaming for the customers who say, here's my favorite part <laughs> of this whole song. Yes. He goes, another bunch of peonies. Another and Audrey goes, another dozen daisies, please. <laughs> yep. <laughs> She goes, geraniums and enemies, forget-me-nots in Florida Reese with gratis home deliveries and, and paid in fulls and CODs. We're close for renovations today. Y'all, I'm heart. trying to protect my <laughs> microphone so I don't blow it out, but uh, it's worth it's worth belting at the top of your range. It's a and little And everybody's bop. like, and everybody, it is a bop. That does not get the recognition because it's not in the movie. It's just a little transitional song, yeah. And well, I love it. And everybody's and everybody's gonna say, Nathan, you shouldn't belt that. First of all, I'm drunk, so I can belt anything I fucking want to. <laughs> so yes, this is this is my show and not yours. Okay, <laughs> so oh, 
But at the end of closed renovations, they go, we're closed renovations today. And they reveal that Audrey 2 is now a fucking human-sized person. Yes, or plant. we've grown again rapidly. We're rapidly growing here. Oh, to no. To an almost some... concerning degree. Okay. So we are now in a scene. And Mr. Mushnick says, Seymour, did you get Mrs. Shiva's uh, flower order? And he goes... Oh, no, I actually forgot. And he goes, fucking, his, her whole family's dying. All we do is give flowers to their family as they die. To Mrs. How Shiva. Shiva. I want, just, thank you. <laughs> I would like to be cast as Mrs. Shiva. Um, so, oh. so, so he goes, fucking fix this. And Audrey comes out and, and comforts him and tells him that she goes like, you know, with all this success, you could use a makeover. What if, what if you, like, dress for the job you want, not the job you have? Thank you, yes. The job so, I want is to sit on the couch and eat sh- Sour Patch Kids, so that's how I dress. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, both of the them... the job I have now. Basically, they are both a little naive about how the world works, but you can tell that they both like each other. Yes. Um, so the dentist, the dentist walks into the alleyway and he's, uh, looking for where Audrey is and he's like looking for Mr. Mushnick's house. Yes. We are now. the, The store. The store, yes. Which might be his house too. We don't know. Um. Right. He does leave for dinner, but doesn't come back. Um. Right. We meet Orin so he, for the first time. Yes. And so the urchins are out there and he's like, hey, where the fuck is Mr. Mushnick's house? And they go, I'll tell you for a dollar. And he gives him <laughs> a dollar. And she goes, it's literally right fucking behind you. All you had to do is turn <laughs> around and read the sign. Open your eyes. And she goes, I still took his dollar. Mm-hmm. And she like runs away. They and should have goes, sang what? that song from the Little Rascals instead. <laughs> literally. We got a dollar. <laughs> Literally. So they go, wait, what are you even looking for? Because that sh- that flower shop is closed right now. And he goes, oh, I'm looking for Audrey. And she goes, I'm sorry, are you the dentist? Oh, no. And, he goes, and they go, yeah, I'm the dentist. Mama, mama, women, pers- women supporting women, they go the fuck off. Yes. And they go, don't you ever, they go, don't you ever fucking touch her again. I will beat your ass right here in Skid Row. You don't even fucking know who I am. And he goes, yes. isn't your name Chiffon? And she's like, <laughs> maybe you do know who I am. So, <laughs> so. But still. So, yes. So, here's the thing. And they go, why are you so mean? Well, now we get a song. He goes, here's the thing. I'll, I'm going to tell you why I'm so mean. When I was younger, just a bad little kid, my mama noticed funny things that I did. Mm. I used to shoot dogs. I used to poison fish. Hmm. And I would, I used to kill animals. Listen. Concerning if you behavior. Are a true, if, <laughs> period. Period. <laughs> if, if you are a true crime connoisseur like I am, you know that this is one of the telltale signs of a serial killer. So, but yes. his mom came out and she said, here's one thing I know about you. You'll be a dentist. First of all, no mother in their entire life has ever said this to a child. Never, never, never. Maybe, maybe a dentist mother to her de- her son of dentists. You know, like maybe if she herself is a dentist. 
Okay, so he's like, I'm going to be a dentist. And so the the urchins come out and they go, here he is, though, folks, the leader of the plaque. Thank Boo. you. Thank you, puns. Watch him suck up that gas. Oh, my God. He's a dentist and he'll never, ever be any good. So basically they go, wait, I'm actually not numb yet. And he's like, I actually don't fucking care because I just want to hurt you. Correct. So he goes, he goes, and while I may cause my patients distress, distress. Distress. Thank you. (laughs) Somewhere in heaven above me, I know that my mama's proud of me because I'm a dentist. And a success. Do, 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 okay. Do, 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 say, ah. Uh. <laughs> Period. Period. So he, Nathan. He goes, in, he goes inside to the shop. And he goes. Okay, go for it. No, you're fine. You're fine. Go for it. So. He goes into the shop and he sees Audrey too. And he goes, oh, holy shit. This is really, really cool. And Audrey goes, yeah, uh, Seymour raised this by himself. And he's like, I'm not fucking talking to you. I'm talking to Seymour. Also call me doctor. Okay. So this comes back later. He is very abusive to Audrey. So he, um, he, he goes over to Seymour and he goes, you know, you can make a whole lot of money if you just, like, took this plant and moved out of Skid Row. And and Seymour is, because he's like an alpha male, because the dentist is an alpha male, and Seymour is like a beta, he goes, okay, I'll think about it. Well, Mr. Mushnick is coming in, he goes, he'll think about it. Okay, so Seymour leaves. I'm sorry. Seymour stays, Oren leaves. And Mr. Mushnick goes, he'll think about it. He'll think about it. He goes, oh my gosh, I need to think of a way to keep Seymour here. And Seymour longs for a place to belong. So he goes, Seymour, come over here. How would you like to be my son? How would you like to be my own adopted boy? And he kind of looks out to the audience and he goes, I never liked him much before, but count the cash that's in the drawer. I've got no choice, I'm much too poor. And he goes, Seymour, I fucking want to be your dad. That's all I've ever wanted. And he goes, wait a minute. I didn't think you liked me. Okay, maybe we could. And he goes, he goes, Mushnick and son. Sounds great. Three words with the ring of fate. So say you'll incorporate with me. A florist dream come true. Mushnick and his boy chick, you. What business will do for FTD? So he goes, please, 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 please. Be my dad. He goes, okay. Um, he goes, wait, wait a minute. He goes, listen, if you don't tell me that you'll be my son, I'm going to hold my breath until I fucking die. And he goes, okay. <laughs> Here's what I really liked about. This is a very, Mr. Moshnik is Jewish. He's very clearly Jewish. <laughs> he... He has this whole thing. This is this is where Alex's and my performances differed very greatly. So he's like, he does this whole like 
thing where he hits this high note and Alex was able to belt it in a very specific classically trained voice way. And I was like, well, I can't belt that because I'm not a classically trained singer. So I'm going to option up and squelt it to the atmosphere. And listeners, there is a video. Um, So yeah. No, no, I know exactly where it is. Um, my favorite thing is, my my favorite thing is when Alex did it, Rob would automatically like clap for him because it was like a very well placed note. And while my note wasn't pre, well, because me and Rob knew each other very personally, he refused to clap for me until I went clap for your father Seymour. So. <laughs> So, also, do you remember when, uh, so there's a point where Seymour actually decides to, to do this, to actually allow Mishnick to adopt him. And yes. he goes, so, so, well, well, I got this lyric wrong every single fucking time. <laughs> it was, uh, it was G. G like so Seymour says G and I would always say well Seymour says well yes well twice so Seymour would say G and Nathan would say well and I I would I would visibly react every time because he said it wrong and so it would be well and then instead of so (laughs) so it went G well sees me react Seymour says, well, Nathan just, <laughs> well, just angry. I got it wrong again. Literally. <laughs> but, like, grit teeth. So, like, and they go, through sloppy and slick. <laughs> like, so, come kiss me quick. And he goes, please don't fucking make me sick. And he goes, mush neck yes, Okay. So, we yes. immediately go into, Mushnick goes home. He goes, okay, you're my son now. So I'm going to go home. Well, Audrey, too, is very, very sickly. And and Seymour, Seymour goes, yes. I don't know what to do to help you. Well, for the, for the first time in forever. <laughs> Disney dancers. This, this plant fucking talks. Yes. And he goes, he goes, feed me. Feed and they go, me. I'm, and he goes, I'm sorry, what did you say? And he goes, feed me. And he goes, Feed me, Seymour. Mm-hmm. Feed me all night long. We're so surprised okay. that we talked. Literally. And he goes, he goes, basically, if you feed me, I can grow up and I can be, I can be what you need me to go. I'll make your life and goes, better. And he goes, would you like a Cadillac car or a guest <laughs> shot on Jack Parr? How about a date with Hedy LaVar? You gonna get it? Get basically, it, get whatever it. you want, yes. I can provide for you. Mama will provide. Literally, literally, (laughs) he goes, I'm a genie, I'm your friend, I'm your willing slave. You know, he goes, take a chance, just feed me. And you know the kind of eats, the kind of red hot treats, the kind of sticky, licky sweets I crave. Blood. He craves blood. blood. Let's cut to the chase. He wants to eat people. Yeah. (laughs) Bring him a human. (laughs) We don't literally survive off of just blood anymore. We need a whole ass human being. Period. He goes, come on, Seymour. Don't be a putz putz. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything as at the best of my ability. He goes, 
He goes, you're going to get it. And Seymour goes, I don't know. I don't know. You're welcome, everyone. I actually can sing. (laughs) He goes, I have so, so many strong reservations. Listen, I ne- if you would like to pay for me to have a belt box so that I can muffle this voice, I at least turn my head away from the, the microphone to do all this. Beautiful. So, while the plant sings, the urchins pop up. The, they And they've been up for a second. I just forgot yes, to mention Yes, they've been that. background singing. That was why we yeah. said putts twice in a row just now. Yes, you're welcome. Pups, pups. So he goes, think about a room at the Ritz, wrapped in velvet, covered, covered in glitz. <laughs> covered in glitz. So he goes. A little nookie gonna g- clean up your zits and you'll get you're it. You're gonna get it. You're get gonna it, get, get it. it. Yes. So Seymour goes, actually, I would like to have a better life. Uh, so what? I what do I need to do? And Seymour goes, okay. While all this is happening, while Seymour is talking to the plant, Audrey comes back to the store because she has forgotten her cardigan. Yes. Well, here's the thing. And this, honestly, I know I'm drunk, but this is a trigger for physical abuse. So if you don't want to hear this, skip like 30 seconds. Yes. Um, Oren comes with Audrey and he's like, you are st- you are a stupid slut. It, th- these are just, these are words from the show. I, mm-hmm. I do not condone this. These are just words from the show. Yes. He, he. He calls her a stupid slut, and then he he physically assaults her. He hits her, and he's like, "Go get your card again." And she runs in, and she's like, hey, "She's like Seymour, I'm so sorry. I, I I need to grab my card. I have to go. Yes. I'm so sorry." Um, and yeah, it 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 is um as campy as the show is, and he is very um, angry, very like menacing. I would say. Yeah, and as can be as hated doing this scene. Yeah, no, and and honestly, I, this is this is not any slight towards anybody. There was a night where two people got up and left our show because mm-hmm. this one moment, uh, you know, really struck home. Yeah, for 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 one of the for one of the people in the audience, and yeah, as as it's it sucks that these people exist in the world. Um, but it, as campy as the show is, it does it does touch on these themes of of physical abuse and 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 women st- and, and and people not even women people. I mean specifically yeah. women. I'm I'm sorry, y- y'all. I'm drunk, and and you know what I'm trying to say. But like women and people staying in situation that they are they are not strong enough to get out of. Yeah. Um. And I will. So, Take one second, just one. Yeah, quick, no, please, one please do. Second. While we're on the subject, just um, yes, again, as campy as this is, um, it does, you know, it shine a light on the seriousness and the severity of this situation. And I just want to like take a sober moment and say, you know, like if you are someone in need of help and you're listening to this, um, we will post the hotline. Actually, we can do that. Um, or yeah. And it is um, 800-799-SAFE. That's 7233. 800-799-7233 if you're in need. Because this is a very, uh, very real sort of, uh, this is a very real uh, tragic, you know, 
situation that real people are in in this show as campy as it is and as it's yeah. portrayed really touches on that and, seriousness and 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 on that please let me tell you that while i was not physically abused getting out of a situation that you do not feel good in will make you feel a hundred times fold a better person you yes. are strong enough to you are strong enough to leave you can do it. Mm-hmm. And and you will feel better. Yes. So and that is that is that is our soapbox moment. That's our soapbox moment absolutely and yeah just like yeah. know that everyone you love is there for you. Always. Yes. Okay. No matter what. Situation. So the pl- <laughs> Yes. So so back to little shop. Uh, back to little shop. He uh, the plant goes J- listen, you know who deserves to die. Look around you. A lot of folks deserve to die. A lot of folks deserve to die. Insane riffing. Mm-hmm. And, and Seymour goes, wait a minute. That's not true. Well, then we see Oren, you know, physically accost Audrey. And he goes, you know what? Maybe you're right. And he goes, he's got blood and he's got blood and you've got more than enough. Yep. And Audrey too goes, so fucking go get it. So go get it. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Button. Yes. yes. It, <laughs> it is such a good fucking yes. uh, moment. Okay, so cut to Seymour. We got to start blazing through all this, girl. Oh, so here we go. Seymour, Seymour goes to the dentist. He has a gun. And the dentist goes, hey, Seymour, I know you. Why are you here? Also, why do you have a gun? Yes. And he goes, oh, no reason. Um, <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, I'm just nervous about being at the dentist. So he goes, Seymour, sit down in my chair. I'm going to rip your teeth out. Um, <laughs> with no Novocaine. With no Novocaine. But before I do that, I'm going to go get something that I need. So while the dentist is gone, Seymour goes, now, do it now. While he's casting himself to a palpable stupor, the time's ideal in the moment is super to get ready and... F- wow. Well, he goes, basically... <laughs> to fire and blow the sick bastard away. <laughs> yes. Now. So, <laughs> Now, so he goes. Now is the time to kill him. Yes. So we're gonna we're gonna gloss over the song because they kind of say the same thing over and over again. Right. So or- Oren comes out in a contraption that looks kind of like a scuba diver helmet. <laughs> it but does. It, it, it I love feeds that it's that different ha- for like every production. Everyone, every costumer, um, prop builder kind of gets uh, creative in creating this for our Orens. Ours yeah. was looked like a spacesuit, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, so it is. It is a device that feeds that happy gas back into the dentist. Yes. So that he can have Novocaine while he extracts yes. teeth from his the patients. The laughing gas. Yes. The secret, if you want to make like a sandy cheeks helmet, is get like a dome. <laughs> get like a dome yes. cover for like street lights. That's what we use. We just bought one at Lowe's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, so it's like a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> So, so what happens is what we, what, what happened, actually what happens by accident is the dentist, Oren, is not able to turn the gas off mm-hmm. and he is not able to remove the helmet. And he's, he's stuck. like, Seymour, while I'm, while I'm laughing about this, I'm actually in trouble of dying. Can you please help me? But he's like laughing through this whole thing. So it doesn't sound and, serious. Yeah, and Seymour's like, yeah, you're a bad person, 
I'm gonna let you die. And what we actually, have here there's is an ethical dilemma, Leslie. Love that part. We, yeah. What did we do in that? We <laughs> we always bop yeah. that part. Well, and and the thing is, is like there's no in the in the moral aspect of it. There's no blood on Seymour's hand, but it, because it is mis, because it doesn't mistake the dentist made. Yes, that that Seymour just truly did not stop. Yes. Okay. Yes. So still the, a bad thing to do, though. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 So the dentist dies. So we cut to the three urchins, mm. low light. Mm-hmm. And this is the this is the name of the episode. So they all walk out <laughs> and they go, "Are you ready for this?" Mm-hmm. She goes, "Okay, this is what I did. I did not do this in an actual performance. No. Don't worry. Okay. I just did this in rehearsals." <laughs> Chiffon walks out and she goes, "Bashangalang, <laughs> what a creepy thing to be happening." Well, while they sing. Seymour is literally feeding the dentist chopped up mm-hmm. to Audrey too, while the plant screams, "Feed, Feed me. me!" Yes, and as you hear the munching sounds and the yumminess, and they she's go, saying, yes. "More, more!" Yes, yes, and they go shingling, feel the sturman drag in the air, more, mm-hmm. more. And and then there is a playoff of the plant laughing. Yes. And there's like ba na na ba na 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 Yeah, our um, okay. in our production we had our 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 uh our shop opened up like a like a greeting card and um our we had Seymour go into the shop and then you just heard our Audrey too shouting more, more, feed me. Um, and then when that music played, we opened up the card, and Lily now has a bigger skirt on than she had before uh, in Feed Me, and she is just, and she has like green paint all over her, and she had red contacts. I loved her makeup for that show. Landra Owens did that yeah. makeup, amazing. Um, so, and she. Um, and we, we brought her out and we put a spot on her and she just had blood all over her face and was just laughing. And oh my God, she did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. So as the plant laughs and the dentist, the Oren is being fed to Audrey too. Yes. The lights go out. We're now at intermission. We're now at intermission. Yes. Act two. Lights up. Phones are a ringing. Phones are ringing. I do want to take a sec, just because I know they'll kill us if we don't. Um, but in our, in our production, we had to, we had one, we had only one uh, puppet for Audrey 2 when she was at her biggest. So, of course, in Act 2, we had to depict that she had grown again. And, that, and we did that in our Divine Dancers of yes. Rhea Hughes and Steph Jolly. And they're dancers. Um, and they uh, essentially were, like, dre- decked out in all, like, vines. And they had body paint on them. And they were a part of Audrey too. And so what they, they came out in act two, they did a great dance to the entreact and they, as we went back into the shop, they went and they like slept on the next to Audrey too. They were her vines. And then later in the show, they would help her kill people. So it was very, uh, yes. again, if I, if anything, I'm the queen of making ensemble, uh, 
have a bigger role. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, phones are going off. And uh, they're, they're, they're so busy. They're answering like 15 phones at once. Yes. And Audrey's like, flowers to entourage. Or, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's go back. She, we're, we've just started Act 1, and it's time to go back. Flowers for an entourage. Flowers for a funeral home. Basically, everybody is calling in to order flowers from Mushnick and Son. Um, and and she, Audrey picks up the phone, and she goes, holy shit. Can you hold on just one second? She goes, Seymour. It's the Rose Bowl. See Roy, the Rose Bowl. You know that big inflated estimate we wrote for the Rose Bowl. Well, it's the it's the fucking Rose Bowl. The Rose I don't know how many more times. I don't know how many more times I can say this, but <laughs> see they're more here. The Rose Bowl. <laughs> see more the Rose Bowl. <laughs> so basically, we want they they want us to we they want us to. To do the thing. They want us to do all the flowers. Yeah, do the flowers for the Rose Bowl. Yeah. So, <laughs> they, literally. So, <laughs> shut up. So, they they do all the flowers, and they go, oh my gosh, it's five o'clock. Oh my gosh, it's five o'clock, six o'clock. It's something o'clock. Seymour, look, it's six o'clock. Literally. <laughs> and they go, call back in the morning. Thank you. Call Mark in the morning. Won't you call back in the morning? <laughs> Come back in the morning. Thank you. Come back in the morning. Hang up phone. Literally, they're like, we're fucking close. First of all, don't answer the phone if it's closing time. Yeah. Closing time. Waiting for Every it. new beginning. Okay, Thank you. so we're going to get sued. So. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, here's the thing. Seymour, she goes, Seymour goes, hey, before you go, I need to show you something. You remember that makeover you told me to get? I got a makeover. Well, he pulls out a jacket. It's orange jacket. Orange jacket. Uh, and he goes, hey, I got this jacket. Well, she gets upset. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'll take it off. I'll take it off. I, I, I don't want you to be upset. The, the, the last thing that I want you to do is be upset. Because the last person I want to upset you is me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a stream of thought. It don't worry. <laughs> I, I was going somewhere else, and then you ended there, and I was like, oh, yeah, what you said made sense, not me. <laughs> so, Audrey, okay, he's like, Audrey, I'm so sorry I upset you. And she's like, it's not that I'm upset. I'm glad that Oren's gone, but I feel bad yeah. that I'm glad that Oren's gone. Right? Yeah, it's a conflicting Which feeling. Which is, first of all. Again, if you're in an abusive relationship, you're allowed to get out of it and not feel bad about it. Hi, Dylan. Will you help me plug in my computer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because it's at like 34%. A Thank you. guest star. Dylan is a fucking legend. Um, okay, so she's glad that he's gone. So, but here's the thing. Audrey thinks that she deserves a bad life because that's all she knows. Yeah. Is is a bad life. She's like, I'm from the gutter. And he's like, you're from the gutter? She's like, no, I literally used to work in a strip bar called yes, the, the Gutter. gutter. <laughs> so, thank you, buddy. Um, More campy jokes. So, um, 
he goes, here, sh he goes, you will, n if it's up to me, you will never feel bad. Mm -hmm. And he goes, here's the song that everybody knows. He goes, lift up your head, wash off your <laughs> mascara. Mm -hmm. Here, take my Kleenex, wipe that lipstick away. Show me your face, clean as the morning. I know things were bad, but now they're okay. Mm -hmm. Suddenly Seymour is standing beside you. You don't need no makeup, don't have to pretend. Suddenly Seymour is here to provide you sweet understanding. Seymour is your friend. Basically, mm -hmm. not basically because I sang every lyric in the song, right. but... If you need support, Mama, I'm here for you. We're here, yes. Well, because uh, because Audrey is emotionally abused, she said, Nobody ever treated me kindly. My daddy left early. Mama was poor. I'd meet a man and I'd follow him blindly. He'd snap his fingers. Me, I'd say sure. Mm -hmm. Because somebody because somebody showed me attention. Yes. I thought that I thought that that was love. And that's what I committed to. Attention that's not what is love not is. love. Fucking period. Okay. Possession, own it. People often uh, will quote again. This is not any indication to watch Bly Manor again because now I've quoted it twice. <laughs> uh huh. People get possession and love confused too much. Yes. Some people. So he he says, please understand. I'm sorry, tell me this feeling lasts for forever. Tell me the bad times are clear, washed away. And Audrey says, because I'm in an emotional, abusive relationship, she goes, please understand that it's still strange and frightening. For losers like I've been, it's so hard to say. Mm -hmm. Suddenly see more. Suddenly see more. He purified me. Suddenly see more. Show me I can learn yes, how to can. be more. Yes. The girl that's inside you with sweet understanding. Sweet understanding. With sweet understanding. Sweet understanding. And then, yeah. And then they go, the best chord in the whole fucking show. Well, second best show. We're about, second best chord. We're about to get there. Mm -hmm. They go, with sweet understanding. Yes. Seymour's your man. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Oh, turn. Thank you, turn. Anytime. <laughs> so, so, they kiss. Okay, so every every person in the audience is like, now kiss. Now kiss and with, their, they, with their little dolls. Yes. Literally, now kiss. <laughs> and then they kiss. They give and it to you. And as soon as. Well, as soon as they kiss, Mr. Mushnick walks in and he's like, what the fuck is going in here on this day in this house in this town? <laughs> so she goes, so oh, Mr. Mushnick, <laughs> I was I was just leaving. And he goes, well, I want to talk to Seymour anyway. Mm. Here comes one of my favorite parts in the whole show. Yes. Just because, just because of the urchins. But again, if the urchins are your favorite part in the show, you're gay. I don't make the rules, <laughs> but I make the rules. You're you are, some, you're you are on gay. the Kinsey scale somewhere. You're not. You're not a zero, but you are a one through five. <laughs> Period. Period. Lena Feliciano gets it. Everyone. <laughs> so, um. So he goes. Here's the thing, uh, Seymour. I was called to the cops, uh, because when they found the um, 
when they found the dentist, they found a Mr. Mushnick's flower incorporated bag in his office. Oh, so no. can you tell me about that? Oh no. <laughs> me. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Please, so, no, please. So he says, "Can you can you explain that?" And he goes, "Maybe." Um, Maybe. And he goes, "He go." The plant goes. Oh, he goes. There's there's blood on the floor that little we can't red get out. dots. Yes, and he goes. And here's the thing: if you want to get rid of something on Skid Row, it's best not to do it in a hurry because the gra- the garbage only comes once a week. Yes, garbage only comes and once a week. And then the plant goes. The plant goes, he's got your number now. This is me as a bass, everyone. (laughs) He's got your number now. I can't even do Lily justice. Me as a bass. He's got your number now. (laughs) He goes, he goes, he knows just what you've done. You've got no place to hide. You've got nowhere to run. He knows your life of crime. I think, I think it's, it's supper, supper time. time. Yes. And he goes, he, he goes, listen, Mr. Mushnick has you pegged for what you are. You did murder. Th- you may not have murdered this person, By but you did get rid of his body. Yes. In, in, uh, what is the, th- inadvertently, uh, we, we kind of, um, we didn't help Orin and we could have. Yeah. So what does that make? So he you? goes. Is that like what? A murderer. Sec- second degree murderer. murderer. Yes. Yeah. He goes. Come on, come on. Think about all those offers. Come on, on come on. on. Your, Your future, future with, with Audrey. Audrey. Yes. Come on, come on. Ain't no time to turn squeamish. Come on, come on. I swear on all my spores. When he's, he's gone, gone, the world, the world will be yours. yours. Yes. Yeah, so okay. We want to kill Mushnick because he's. On to us. So, while the plant sings all that, the urchins pop up and they're like, come on, come, come on. Yes, and another come brilliant on, trio chord. It's so fucking good. And so Mr. Good. Mushnick goes, he goes, tell me, tell me, let's go. If you take me to the police, I will try to do my best to make sure you don't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. And he goes, okay, he goes, I'll come, Seymour goes, I'll come with you. But I forgot to do the payment for today, and I put yes. it in the plan. First of all, what first. the buffoonery, goonery, white <laughs> nonsense hell is this? You put it in the plan? Mama, no, you didn't. No, no you, you didn't. didn't. There's a You safe. did not. How Mishnick falls for this is, I, I can't, I do Beyond know. me. Beyond me and my so, thoughts. So... So, Mr. Mushnick goes, okay, it's in the plant. Let me look in the plant. Well, the plant opens up mm-hmm. and chomps down on Mushnick. And Mushnick gets eaten by the plant. We go str- Okay. We go straight into the meek shall inherit. We get a lot of people who come down, who come down and they want to capitalize on what Seymour has. Um, yes. With the plan. And he goes, Hey C- hey Seymour Crowborn, you print you. My name is Bernstein. I'm in with I'm in I'm with NBC. NBC. I came down here to literally. Uh, <laughs> uh basically I want to make a TV show with you. Uh and if you agree, we can we can make all this money. So yes. so the girls come out and sing, Y'all are y'all you and Kara 
are so rude for making the auditionees learn this harmony because it is the hardest uh, harmony. I understand why you did it, but it's the hardest harmony in the entire show. So, uh, okay. So trios are just really, they gotta, yeah, you gotta blend. You gotta be tight. And, and I think that our goal was just making sure that our girls and guy, that our cast members playing the urchins were, you know, blended really well together as well as complemented each other with their acting and with their banter and everything too. It was a whole package yeah. for us. And and admittedly, Meek Shiloh and Harriet is the toughest harmony for the three of them. And so it was just something that we wanted to play with and test out. Yeah. I always, I'm like, I will give, for my callbacks, I will pick the hardest cut I can because I want to see you work for it. <laughs> which is fair. Which and is you, fair. All fucking, so the, you all fucking did. You were great. So the girls come out and they go, they say they meet Shell and Harriet. You know the book doesn't lie. It's not a question of merit. It's not demand and supply. They say they meet Shell and Harriet. And you're a meek little guy. You know the meek are going to get what's coming to them by and by. Not going to so have that harmony drunk. <laughs> So the the crux of the song is multiple people come out and say, Seymour, this is what I can offer you if you just agree to sign this contract. Yes. We can make sure that you get all this money. Yes. So Seymour has a existential crisis because Mr. Mushnick goes, my future's starting. I've got to let it start with this plant and give my bank account. We'll thrive. What am I saying? No way, forget it. It's much too dangerous to keep this plan alive. So, so he's like, I could do all this, but it would mean that I would have to kill more people. And that's not something that I'm really okay with. I mean, yeah, no one should be. <laughs> well, and at least we have Seymour who really isn't okay with it. Yeah, he's, um, he's still a, a sweet, innocent soul. So he's like, I could do all this, but I don't want to. But, but, but then there's Audrey, mm -hmm. sweet, lovely Audrey. If life were tawdry and impoverished as before, she may not. Basically, if I was poor again, she may she not may like not me. me. She, without my plant, she may she not may love, love me, me anymore. anymore. Okay, here's love the thing. Love makes us this do the craziest things. Girl, don't it though. Speak on it. So... <laughs> For the first time in this entire show, the urchins rise out of the blue in fucking sequin, sparkling, dream girls esque type dresses. And they go, they say the meek shall inherit. You know the book doesn't lie. It's not a, it's question, not a question of merit. merit. It's not demand and supply. You'll make a fortune, we swear it. If on this fact you rely... You know the Meeker's gonna, gonna get what's coming to him. You know the Meeker's gonna get what's coming from You know the Meeker's gonna get what's coming from Literally. Yeah. <laughs> by and by. Okay, so let me tell you. For the longest time, they say, uh, you'll make us fortune, we swear it. If on this fact you rely. Yes. What I heard bye bye, for so the long. longest. <laughs> literally. For the longest time, what I heard was, you'll make a fortune, we swear it, if on this plant you rely. Oh. So, 
if you put all of your faith and trust into Audrey 2, you'll yes. get everything you ever want. Mm-hmm. Which is a misheard lyric that actually adds another layer to this It makes sense, song. yeah. And that is the underlying message, too, of... Yeah. What, again, of the urchins warning us of what's going to happen. Okay, so cut so to, we're back... Over. We're back in the we're back in the plant shop. Audrey too is fucking giant, y'all. She mad she's mad too. She's she's giant. She's mad. She's hungry. Mm. And um, Audrey comes in, and Seymour is freaking out because the plant's like, "I'm hungry," and he's like, "I'm not gonna fucking feed you." And Audrey comes in, and she's like, "Seymour, are you okay? Are mm-hmm. you are you actually okay right now?" And he's like, "Here's the thing." If I didn't have this plant, if I didn't have this success, would you actually like me? Yeah. And she's like, Seymour, I actually would like you. And he's like, he goes, Audrey, go home. Please go home. Please go home. And, and, and we, can, we can go away from all of this and be okay. Well, and she goes, she, doesn't she say she would love him? She loves him. Yes, no matter what. She loves him. So I think that love, that word love really like triggers him to be like, you know what? You're right. Here's my plan. Go home. And he goes, I'll meet you there. we can go any, we can go far away from here with no plants. Yes. And she's like, okay, that's fine. I, I don't really care. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, okay, cool. So <laughs> she leaves and he says, Audrey too, I'm going to go get you roast beef. But like you gotta calm the fuck down. You yeah, we've resorted. We're gonna feed. We're gonna try to feed Audrey to like a steak instead. We're gonna go the innocent route. We're gonna get it by as much as we can. So while while that happens, we cut to Audrey in her pajamas. She goes, "I couldn't I sleep." <laughs> I took a Samanex, literally. <laughs> but the voices in my head kept saying, "Go, go to, to see more. more. Talk, Talk to, to see, see more." more. Literally. Gonna take so, a second to shout out our Audrey, who was Jennifer Rodenheiser, who is now Jennifer Latta. Oh, she's, love she's you, so Jennifer good. Latta. Oh, great job. So she goes into the store and she, she goes to check on Seymour, but Audrey too is there. And here's the thing: here's the way that where you can't really. It would be difficult to direct it in the fact that Seymour is listening to the plant and only Seymour. Because the plant does talk to Audrey. Yeah. 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 And he's like, and he's like, hey, could you, could you come over, could you come over here and, and give me some water? Yeah. And in an amazing line read by Carrie Butler, <laughs> she, she goes, I'll get the can. <laughs> I'll get the can. <laughs> For no reason. So... Uh, my favorite, to, she, my favorite line in the whole show. I will tell you, my Instagram takeover. I'm, I regret every day that I did not make everybody do that to the best of their ability. Oh my, yeah, yeah, that was a big, that was a thing with our cast. They just, that was the favorite line to repeat with everyone. I'll get the can. Literally. <laughs> so, the plant attacks Audrey and actually starts eating her. Yes, and this, I really loved, I love this part, but I mean, not in that, like, because Audrey gets eaten, but I loved, 
our our little vine girls, they came, Steph and Rhea, they came alive. And for this part, they had uh, green powder paint in their hands. And they both, they were both, they're both incredible dancers, first of all. And they both yeah. just leaped into the sky and threw at the same time this green powder paint. So a puff of just green fog yeah. took over the whole uh, theater. And then they had big fists of it and they just spewed it everywhere. And then they like played tug of war with Audrey. So she was covered in green and she had it yeah. all over her. It was a really fun thing to do. Yeah. So so Audrey is is being eaten by the plant and Seymour comes in just in time to actually take her from the plant. Yes. But she she is she is so mortally wounded, he knows that she is not going to survive. Yes. Um and and she has this really beautiful intimate moment where she goes, Seymour, it's okay. Get, give me to the plant. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has a reprise of somewhere that's green. And she goes, you'll wash my tender leaves. You'll smell my sweet perfume. Mm-hmm. You'll water me and care for me and see me bud and bloom. I'm feeling strangely happy now, contented and serene. This is this is so sad because she's dying, but she truly does love Seymour. She, she goes, does. "Oh, don't you see? Finally, I'll be somewhere that's green." Yes. And she yeah, it's it's this moment where she's like, "You know what? I may be dying, but at least I'm free from this this honestly horrible life that I've been living. The gutter, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And, and so we, yeah, we had our we had our Audrey become Audrey. Too. Yeah, <laughs> and and so and so, um, Seymour feeds her to see. I'm sorry, Seymour feeds her to the plant. Very sad, um, tragically. Yeah. Yes. Um, Traumatizing and, for him. Yeah. And so he he sits there and cries, and out pops this he's alone. this scientist, this guy, and he's like, "Hey, I'm here to collect some plants from Audrey Actual too." And he's child, like, "Sean Bowers, <laughs> fucking love him. He's not child um, anymore, but he was when we did the show." <laughs> yeah, and he goes, "Basically, what I want to do is take clippings from Audrey too and sell them to everybody in America." Yes, and and Seymour Seymour goes, "Every house in America, thousands of you eating." Eating blood? Eating blood. Is that what you wanted all along? And basically, he's like, I finally know what your plan is. You want to spread all across America. You want to take over um, the world. Literally. And the so Audrey he, too says, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> yeah. And so he starts fighting the plant. And, well, there's not much he can do to the plant because the plant's so fucking giant. Yeah. And, 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 um, and uh, out of this world entity. <laughs> Yeah, and mean so green he goes. You know from what? Outer space. <laughs> Period. So he goes. You know what? I may not be able to fight you on the outside, but I'm going to fight you on the inside. Mm. Um. So he jumps inside of uh, Audrey too, and gets eaten. Seymour gets eaten. Yeah, and uh, he does not. He's actually not able to kill Audrey too. No. She just eats him. Um, 
So just gobbles them right up. Yum 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 yum. <laughs> so uh, the the urchins walk out and they go. Subsequent to the events you have just wi- have just witnessed. Cut to okay. my favorite <laughs> performance of this ever. We're we're gonna make sure we link that up. Ep- the we're gonna uh, link that link- YouTube video. The choices that were made were the best choices that could have been made. I'm kind of upset you didn't let me do it. Um, no, do it, not really. I mean, do it now. Here's your moment. No. Um, <laughs> so, so basically, they're like, basic. The the urchins walk out and they go, they're "You may coats. have just walked." Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're in lap couch and they they're say, working. "You may they're- have just." Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry. They're working girls. <laughs> they're working nine to five. That's a different episode. Different show. So, um, I don't want to do that uh, one. <laughs> they say, you may have watched what just happened, but it doesn't matter because what we did, what that plant did, is spread all across America. Mm-hmm. And um, less their plants were their terrible mm-hmm. will, finding jerks who would you feed them, feed them their, their fill. And the plants proceeded to grow and grow and began what they came here to do, which was essentially to eat Cleveland and Des Moines and Peoria and New York and wherever you wherever and Orlando Orlando literally was wherever your show is that's in the script you that you you replace well, the last. It says, and this theater. You can choose to say, and our land, the city that you're performing in. Yes. <laughs> so, what they come out and do, and they say, they may offer you fortune and fame, love and money and instant acclaim, but whatever, whatever they, they offer-, offer you, don't feed the plants. Yeah. Yes. So, what what they do, and they go, they, so... They come out and they warn you and they're like, listen, you saw the story that we just told. Please don't fucking, if you see one of these plants, don't fucking feed it blood. That's the, that's the, that's. Yeah, this entire show is just one very long-winded PSA. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, and just like the urchins at the beginning, they said, you better watch your back and prepare. Yeah. Watch out. Um. We're going to tell yeah. you a story of Literally. this jerk who made a mistake. Yes. And tell you that to not make the same mistakes. Okay. And they say, hold your hat and hang on to your soul. Brown, Something's brown. coming to eat the world whole. Yes. If we, if fight, we fight it, it okay. we still got a chance. Yeah. But whatever they you offer know. you. Bam, Jesus. Bam, bam. What? Lena, what key am I in? I, every key. <laughs> I have chosen every key. One of but, uh, one of each. <laughs> I would like to choose every key. <laughs> but whatever they offer you, don't feed the plants. Yes. And then Audrey too comes out, and they go, "We'll it's have tomorrow." tomorrow. I tried to. Hunt don't me. feed the plants. Plant. Yes. And guess what, Mama? That's a little shop That's of horrors. It. That's the whole show. <laughs> and everybody dies. Everybody fucking dies. Yeah, like lame is. Everyone dies. And the way to I'm fight so it. I'm so fucking upset. <laughs> the way to fight it is to not feed the plants, is what we're telling you in this last song. Okay. 
So here's my question. Yes. To Lena Feliciano. That's me. Did you have fun? Oh, absolutely. I am, I am, I am now drunk. Were, was this the... I was sober and I was still having fun and now I'm drunk and I'm still having fun. Was this the experience you thought it would be? Absolutely. I will, <laughs> I will get Go drunk ahead. and talk about Broadway shows till the cows come home. You you do not know what this this means to me that you came in and did an episode with me. I'm real I'm really I'm honestly honored that you had me here today. This is like Well so You fun. know, it 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 was it was it was a new host. It was someone who I I I really do find you to be a, a very close person to me. Oh, thank you. Um and, and it was it was it was someone that I, I shared the show with. Yeah. Um, I, I could have done this show with anybody in this cast, but I, I, I do like that I shared it with the director of it. Yeah. And it, I love being here with you. It was really fun. And you just, you had so many great moments in our show too, as you know, the many different roles that you portrayed as, you know, the, I wouldn't, I would be remiss if I did not mention the homeless man coming out of the dumpster. Um. Oh my gosh! <laughs> there, I guys, I will post a picture of me uh, fighting the street urchins because I know the, we didn't talk about it. The swipe through of the uh, of the Instagram post, but it, man, it, he was the he was so in. If you're familiar with Little Shop, in the beginning, you know the the bum, the homeless man, is in the dumpster usually, and someone pulls up the the cover of it and says like you know where the food is slop and the homeless man's in the dumpster and so that was nathan and we preset him when house opened <laughs> and he he sure did sit there and uh for the but whole I don't opening regret number it at all. no and actually i was also in addition to directing i also um painted the entire set of the show too and so on that trash can i actually graffitied his initials because it was his trash can so we'll post a picture um <laughs> as well oh do you have a picture oh i have several pictures i have a picture of the urchins who are played by casey cole sam sostak and uh sarah marshall i have pictures yeah. of them uh actually beating you up with a magazine and you have oh perfect. you're like <laughs> you're like reaching out and ask you're screaming at i think seymour to help you um of course but he does it and then molly is like molly cabbage who is also in our ensemble and she was trying to like help you um it's a really great action shot so i'll send that to you yeah to post <laughs> um so here's my here's my second question uh do you have anything to plug Yes. Um, well, and, and, and yeah. please plug Celebration Theater Company. Yes. First, I'm going to plug Celebration Theater Company. Um, we're a great little nonprofit. We're brand new. I mean, we're not brand new, but we're still new. We're the new kids on the block. And um, we're in Central Florida. Follow us on Instagram, Celebration Theater Co. Follow us on Facebook at Celebration Theater Co. Y'all, um, they really do put on good shows. <laughs> we're doing some really fun things. We will be doing our very first socially distanced show in November. Um, if you live in Orlando, it's going to be at the Abbey. 
And um, we'll be doing our show very quickly put together at the end of November, um, show to be determined. So follow our Instagram to find out what that show is. Um, And then we'll be announcing our whole new season for 2021 at the end of the year. And I promise you it's going to be a fantastic season. Yeah, yeah. I I know I just said it, (laughs) but they really do do good shows. (laughs) I'm very proud of what we've accomplished. Um, We've really grown a lot in the last four years. Yeah, and Lena, you also just started a new uh, Instagram for a project that you're doing personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I also do freelance art. Um, as, and my Instagram handle for the art is Drop Shadow Designs. And Booze and Broadway and Drop Shadow Designs are actually going to be doing a little collab. Um, and something that I do is I, um, re, like, I draw the um, Broadway playbills um, and I make them into stickers. And I'll also do that uh-huh. on Tom's Shoes. And I'd really love to do a giveaway contest with Booze and Broadway. And with Drop Shadow Designs, and the uh-huh. details will be, like, in a future, you know, episode and post that you guys can follow along to get yeah. more information on. And I'd love to do some sticker giveaways. I think the grand prize I'd love to do is a shoe giveaway, a Tom's Shoe Playbell <sighs> giveaway. I'm going to enter. <laughs> <laughs> you can enter. Um, and uh, I, I'm going to create a sticker, and it is it will be a Playbill cover with the Booze and Broadway logo on it. So it's going to be... Oh, you're so cool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be the Booze and Broadway logo and then the Playbill stripe over top. And then the um, the theater is going to be like uh, whatever sort of location that Nathan picks up means that means something to him. So, um, so look out for those art giveaways and those merch giveaways. So they're coming. Yeah, for sure. And I know, I know at the very least... You will have to follow Booze and Broadway and Drop Shadow Designs. That, yes, that will be the base thing. There, there will be. We will post the uh, curriculum of <laughs> of of what to do for the giveaway. But that will be the very least is that you will have to follow both of us for to sure. to be um to be eligible to win those that uh at, at the very least the shoe design yeah um if if not the stickers and and other things yeah. Um, so, Lita, do you have any other things to, to say? Um, no, just you keep listening. Uh, this is such a fun podcast. Um, you know, you get you get all your favorite things. You get Broadway. You get you get drunk Nathan. Um, you get <laughs> you get just people that you feel like you connect with. Just talking about Broadway well, shows. And, and another thing is that I I I promise I don't pick anybody. Dylan and Karina, I know, have been on a lot, but they know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. I do not pick anybody who doesn't know the show or the or 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 theater in general. I do not pick anybody lightly for yeah. these shows. Um, and I and I I picked Alina because she directed the show, but also I I trust Lena with a lot of theater, so <laughs> I, I I promise I'm not picking these shows. The people I pick for these shows do mean something. Um, they're, they're, it's just not, it's not just willy nilly. Absolutely. Um, so, Lena, I do appreciate you coming on for this episode. Well, thank um, you. And I know that we're going to have episodes in the future together. So, uh, y'all ain't um, ready. I can't wait. If, There's one I'm thinking of that I'm like, y'all ain't ready. <laughs> yeah, which one is it? I'll cut it out, but which one is it? It's in the heights. <laughs> 
And the girl <laughs> almost talked about it. A girl. Okay. So in um, the whites. Girl. So um so I do appreciate you coming on. Uh Thank you. I real I really do like that we have this platform to talk about theater. Yeah. Uh, you know, when we get the chance. So um I'm actually going to film a second episode really quick okay. uh, about the Tony nominations that just came out. Oh. Uh, a girl is going to be wild. So before we do this, do you have anything else to plug? Uh, congratulations to Aaron Tavit is all I have to say. For- <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about that. You just go ahead and listen to mine. <laughs> That's going to be a mini episode. Um, Yeah, no, I look forward to the Stars Hall of the Musical mini-sode. That's going to be a good one. Um, And just, I look forward to coming back. And give Nathan some five stars. Give him a good review because this is so much fun. And if you're a fan of Broadway, if you're a fan of Drunk History, if you're a fan of, like, podcasts in general, if you're a fan of laughing, which most people are, um, (laughs) just, you know, hit that like button, man. Like, come follow us. We're, here we go. For sure. We're going to talk about musicals and what's better than yeah. that. So I'm, okay, so we, we've done Drop Shadows. We've done uh, uh, Celebration Theater Company. So mm-hmm. if it's okay with you, I'm going to go ahead and do our sign-off. Absolutely. Let's do the sign-off. Okay, so like a uh, drunk person, I'm sorry, let's go back. <laughs> so hmm. listen, this is, the, this is the content that you get, people. So, like a person who has drunk too much, in the end of every show, it is time to black out.